Welcome to uh, Moving on Sideways, podcast about uh, moving experiences and living situations that make you want to move. Um, let me do something real quick. I'm going to, I guess I meant to do this earlier, but I'm going to do it while I'm on the podcast. I'm going to turn off my Bluetooth. Um, I have a th- theory. Actually, it's really more than a theory because I tested it out and I was kind of proven. Although I didn't test it out with the podcast, to be fair. But um, I... Uh, I think that I'm a little bit hard to understand when I'm driving, um, which, you know, I want all my words to be understood, otherwise it's super annoying. Um, and I, so I did a test with a voice recording where, while I was driving, I uh, did a voice recording, just normal, and then I turned off Bluetooth, and it was easier to understand myself when the Bluetooth was off. Um, I guess it has something to do with when I'm, when the Bluetooth's on, that it's picking up my voice through the car speakers or the mic near the speakers or something like that. I mean, there's no point in speculating about it. (laughs) But yeah, I will be driving soon. I'm not driving actually right now. I'm in um, Ashburn once again. Although I don't know if I've been in Ashburn when I have been recording this podcast. And it's kind of funny how this podcast is basically becoming the Ashburn podcast. It's not, definitely did not mean for that to happen at all. I think it's just a few episodes in the beginning. And later on, you probably won't be hearing much about Ashburn in this this crazy obsession but um i'm uh, i'm actually in a part of ashburn called broadlands um i lived the first time i lived in ashburn i lived very close to broadlands but i didn't live in it um but i live very close to it and now i'm that's where i am i just ate uh pizza at rubino's and now i'm just taking a very short walk before going back to my car and driving home i was i meant to just get in my car and drive home but it's pretty fun to be here. I, yesterday, I actually watched a um, podcast about five loves and five hates about Ashburn. It was like it was a little on the fake side. I thought. I mean, the guy the guy lives in Ashburn, so it's not completely fake. But he was like, he was doing it from a perspective of like commute. Like like if you live in D.C. and work in commute, uh, live in at if you commute in D.C. if you work in D.C. and live in Ashburn, um, and it's like, if you look at a map, that's just a stupid idea. Even if it was in the country and there's no traffic at all, that's still going to be a long drive. So, like, the fact that it's Northern Virginia and there's a ton of traffic, of course it's going to be not a very good experience to um, uh, work in D.C. and live in Ashburn. I mean, I, actually, this is going to sound a little crazy, but when I... Uh, actually, it's not, it's not that crazy at all. But <laughs> when I lived in, um, in Ashburn and worked in Ashburn, uh, I worked with a girl who lived in D.C., and she didn't even live in, like, Northwest or whatever. I think she lived in either Southeast or Northeast. Like, she lived deep in D.C., and she commuted to Ashburn from D.C. Um, actually, I don't think it's... I think it took less than an hour, but, I mean, that doesn't seem like something I would want to do. And, and I remember actually talking to her about, like, well, you you could move, uh, you know, to this area, blah, blah. And then And then, like, within a month or two, she got fired, so probably good she didn't do that <laughs> but yeah yeah I've had these jobs over the last 10 years where where like on certain days like a tenth of the people get fired it's kind of crazy it's like um it, I, I don't know if it has something to do with the fact that I have these office jobs or whatever like they're like they require brain power but they're also the type of thing that almost anyone can do so it's like it's almost it's like a weird thing where it's like uh it's almost like unskilled um, office clerk or something. 
which like I would say most jobs are basically that. You know, people could say they have all these skills or whatever, but really anyone could do your job. It's not like a real hard to do or whatever. And I'm talking about myself for sure. But yeah, definitely didn't mean to go in this direction, but I, I like it. Um, this is another podcast where I don't have a guest, which is um, okay with me. It, it all, I'm a sporadic person. I like to do, uh, or spontaneous is what I meant to say. Um, I'm kind of a spontaneous person. And like when one of my friends says he wants to do the podcast, but actually, and, and then other friends are like, they're, they're, on paper, they're okay with it or whatever. <laughs> they didn't like abjectly, you know, deny it. And I've only talked to a few people about it, anyways. I actually haven't talked to anyone who's like, "No, I will not be on your podcast." One of my one of my friends says he wants to use a fake name, which is completely okay. It's kind of crazy that I'm not using a fake name. I, I actually I haven't been advertising my podcast at all, other than telling one very small group group of friends. And um, I'm seeing like the episodes have five or six plays I think one has eight plays and I know that some of it some of that is myself but I was sort of I mean I, I'm completely okay with people sharing my podcast with other people but I I did have the thought just now like who's listening to my podcast but I mean obviously the idea is kind of to um have have some type of an audience I guess it's like it's I keep hearing about this on the radio people talk about like um you know if they if they get real big then They'll get every word they have, they've said over the last 10 years will get overanalyzed and they'll get canceled or whatever. Um, so I'm like, I guess I have that worry to the extreme where I'm like, there's 10 people that listen to my podcast. They're going to be mad about something I said four weeks ago and, and try to get me fired and deported from the United States of America. <laughs> so, um, oh yeah, so, uh, so I, for uh, two of my friends, um, the married couple, I mentioned last week. Um, I used fake names for them, but I, because uh, for their own anonymity. But I decided that I don't like the fake names I used. Um, I don't. The, the guy I'm gonna use the, the fake name Floor instead of the uh, the name that I gave him. So that guy's name is Floor, and um, the girl. I don't even remember what letter I said. I said her. You know, her name is some letter. Um, it might have been like Q or X or something. I don't know. But I was thinking about it. She's like real super skinny. So I think, I think the good nickname for her was uh, lowercase L. Um, and just for short, L. So floor and L. No, no relation to Death Note if anyone is catching on. Actually, I, I'm being serious. I'm not being sarcastic. It really is no relation to Death Note. It's kind of, I guess it's kind of funny to me because L means so much to me because I'm a Death Note fan. <sighs> Anyways. Um, oh, so I'm finally doing the thing where I'm taking a walk and recording a podcast. Actually, this is actually working out really well, but I've already taken a walk today, so I'm not going to do 40 minutes of a walk. Like, otherwise, I would do 40 minutes of a walk because actually I kind of like the, well, as far as talking, I kind of like the way that it's coming across. If Maybe if I listened to it, I'd be like, this person sounds like a maniac. I can't, I can't uh, publish this, but I have a feeling I'm actually going to like it. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about that. Um, one, another thing I wanted to talk about is um, where I was talking about how I, how like in the late aughts and early teens, I was obsessed with uh, the Netherlands, 
Well, I still, I still like it a lot, by the way, but I just don't, I don't look up flights across the Atlantic Ocean constantly. Even before COVID, I wasn't doing that at all over the last five or six years. Um, and even in the early teens, what, what I could, what I call early teens, which is like 2010, 11, 12, I, I was barely looking it up, just, just a little bit. Well, I mean, I don't know, compared to a normal person, it would be like, it would be like, hey, he's looking this up six times a month. But like before that, it was, <laughs> it was like two times a day for like three or four years or something. It was like pretty crazy. I don't, I have no idea if these numbers are correct, but it seemed, it seemed like I was looking up flights like that often in the late oddies or aka 2007 through 2009 and 2010 too I would say um before I went in 2010 but yeah so uh so I was talking about how like that obsession was kind of like replaced with uh Ashburn um and then actually the last and I really haven't been that obsessed with Ashburn the last couple years because another another thing came along which has taken up my obsession. And that is um, riding my scooter on the W D trail or whatever trail, doesn't matter. Because I've actually discovered a couple other that are uh, at least at least as fun as the WNOD trail. Not not more fun, but at least as fun in a smaller way. Okay. I am going to have some music in the background, but lightly. Because I, I kind of liked when the music was in the background, but it was super weird. Like, not even weird in an enjoyable way. It was just, like, kind of annoying weird. Um, that chamber music stuff. <laughs> the reason why I had that, like, it's not like chamber music plays on the radio, and it's not like I actually bought a CD with chamber music on it. Um, the reason why I had it is because my, uh, my grandmother's best friend um, moved out of her house a, a one or two years ago. She actually died about a year ago, so obviously not one year ago, maybe two or three years ago, actually. But she moved out of her house. She's uh, over, she's in her 80s, moved out of her house about two or three years ago, had a ton of cassette tapes, and um, my parents were showing them to me. Um, and I took, because that car, that other car that I'm not driving right now, the Grand Marquis has a cassette, it's from 1994, and it does not have a CD player. So, uh, I, did, I basically took almost all of her tapes and I'm just trying them out. And one that I was trying, and there's been a lot of interesting stuff, a lot of bad stuff, but a lot of interesting stuff. Some of it's pretty good, actually, like in stuff that I would never discover on my own because I just wouldn't search out this weird music, basically. But yeah, um, so, so one, one, one cassette was chamber music like from the 1700s or something. I'm driving now, by the way. Ugh. Leaving, uh, Ash leaving Broadlands, leaving Ashburn. To leave Broad, there's a couple ways to leave Broadlands, but what I'm gonna do is just uh, the, the, the more traveled route. I'm not gonna be like Robert Frost and take the less traveled route. I'm gonna take the more traveled route. It's arguably boring, but I don't have to think as much that way. And then this route, I will be first be leaving Broadlands to be in more central Ashburn. Well, not central, but just Ashburn, Ashburn, or whatever. And then I'll be heading uh, heading out of there. And I'll be um, driving on the same area where I was when the other car was having major troubles, <laughs> major problems. But yeah, um, so like 
I'm, uh, I'm actually, I'm almost 40. I'm, uh, I'll be 40 years old in, in eight days. Um, so when I was a, it's kind of funny because when I was about half my age, or not when, not when I was about half my age, when I was literally half my age, I was um, in college, and you know, of course, um, well, not of, not of course, but I mean, I, I would say typically, I have a lot of memories and stuff from college. Like I could obviously, not obviously, but I could talk talk about that quite a lot. And it's not, luckily for me, in my opinion, it's not the boring typical college experiences or whatever you know it's college experiences but not the not the cookie cutter college experiences for, for me but one of my friends from college who I'm still acquaintances with or Facebook friends uh, his name is Ryan actually oh well that's his real name but I'm not gonna anyways <laughs> he um he would he said he told me back then we were talking about OCD uh, aka obsessive compulsive disorder and he was saying that, and he was actually a psychology major, and he, was, he learned that um, people that are OCD tend to be either obsessive or compulsive. And he said that he thought that I was not compulsive at all, but I was really obsessive. And I'm not going to argue against that. I, I don't think, like, you know, 100%, I'm, like, super, super obsessive, but I, I definitely tend to be kind of obsessive and things like that. So... You know what? What ten years ago was an obsession with the Netherlands and the Dutch. It was actually the Dutch language as, as well. Um, you know, became Ashburn, um, but not like not like only Ashburn. It wasn't like a, that's the only thing I ever focused on. But a pretty big obsession with Ashburn and the fact that I could go there like almost any time or at least like once a week to be real realistic um, was real was real good for me because. Well, I don't know if it was good for me or not, but I could fulfill that that desire. Whereas, like going to the Netherlands is not as easy <laughs> as just um, driving an hour north of where you live, you know. But yeah, but but yeah, but then I got uh, obsessed with um, riding my scooter. Um, yeah, but I but I kind of uh, I sort of wanted to talk to go back like in my life and explain like other obsessions I've had or whatever. And sometimes it's with, um, like, a specific member of the, you know, a specific girl or whatever. But I don't really want to talk about that that much on the podcast, especially since I have eight listens per episode. How can eight people be listening to me? Oh, my God. So scary. But, uh, no, I don't know. I mean, I guess for now I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to, like, do a podcast where I just talk obsessively about about girls and stuff. But uh, yeah, I've had some definitely had some like obsessions or whatever, but I've never been I've never been the type of person to uh think that it would be like a good idea to to do the old-fashioned stalking thing where you're like outside the person's house in a car. Like that seems ex- extremely boring to me and extremely douchey. Like I w- I couldn't look at myself in the mirror if I was to do something like that. And I mean, I'm also, you know, some people have accused me of having being kind of egotistical and I'm not going to fight that one either but in my opinion some of the obsessions I've had with girls in the past um it's it's been uh slightly mutual it wouldn't be mutual or the girl would have been obsessed with me as well but like there's uh some like the girls some and somewhat liked me or whatever for the most part not and I, I maybe that's uh not maybe but that probably is one reason why I would even be interested in them in the first place. Like, I'm not, I don't typically get interested in super hot girls that don't give me the time of day. Like, I don't find that 
interesting. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not really like super obsessed with uh, girls that are extremely phys physically attractive that have nothing else to offer. Like I, I, that doesn't really appeal to me that much either. So, but I wasn't planning on talking about that at all, but finally got, not finally, but got to talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, Ashburn, one thing I, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So I know I'm all over the place, but you know, just you, you, the audience just have to deal with it. I'm going to go back to what I said about how I watched a pod, uh, a YouTube video about this guy's five loves and five hates about Ashburn. Like I, I just like my loves would not, would probably not be any of his loves, especially one of his loves was, uh, first of all, he's a realtor. So he's just trying to get business. I mean, he's just trying to get people to move to Ashburn. He's going to sell them a house or whatever. I mean, the, the guy was kind of cool, but I don't know. I just, just don't agree with his loves and hates very much. Like one of his hates was the weather. And that's one of my loves with Ashburn is, uh, but to me it's more than the, the weather. It's what I, what I call a microclimate. Um, I, I have no scientific, uh, anything to back me up on this, but, um, but I think there's like a microclimate in Ashburn, Leesburg and Sterling. Um, it's like, it's just kind of cloudy a lot and stuff, which I like, but yeah, but one thing I like about Ashburn a lot is it's kind of like a maze and just now leaving Broadlands and going into more central Ashburn. Okay. Now I finally know where I am. I wasn't like, I turned, I turned right. So one thing about Ashburn is like this one road, wax full road. Well, like the, the road itself will turn left and then the, the, the actual road will go straight, but change names. Um, like first it changes to Farmwell and then it changes to Ashburn Parkway, but Waxpole does this twice. Um, it changes, it, it turns left and the road that you were on changes names. So it, it can be super confusing. Um, so that just happened to me, but anyways, um, um, oh, so I kind of wanted to talk about the, uh, my obsessions in the past are not related to some to some random girl. Not not random, but random to random to the audience. You guys would be like, uh, who? <laughs> Obviously. But yeah, but I also want to censor myself because some of it's not maybe not appropriate or whatever. Uh yeah. I, now I kind of even wonder if I should have even said that. <laughs> But I mean, I don't know. There's almost no point in this. But like before the Netherlands, um, oh, I was uh, I would kayak a lot. I know that. I don't know. It's not really worth thinking year by year and what, what my obsession was each year because it's not it's not the way it works. It's not like, and it's not like when I got obsessed with uh, riding on the WNOD trail that I just was like, man, I don't like going to Ashburn anymore. I still like going to Ashburn. And when I it wasn't when I lived in Ashburn. I mean, I liked it a lot when I lived there. But when I moved away and then. Um, was gone for a whole month and then came back to Ashburn. Um, I was like, really, that's when, that's when I would say it turned into an obsession and then not, not, not a very crazy obsession, actually, just, just kind of an obsession. It, I didn't really, it's funny how much I'm actually talking about the stupid name on the podcast, but with my friends and family, I don't talk about it that much. I'm not like, Oh, I want to tell you about this one road in Ashburn. It, it just turns a lot. Can you believe that? Like, I don't really do that to my friends and my family that much, you know, just, just, just once a week. No, I, I, uh, I was laughing in my head when I said the word that much. Cause I don't really, I don't think I do that at all. Actually. I know that I, I know that I've kind of annoyed my, my mom with talking about, um, the Netherlands and Belgium and my, I was actually, I was born in Germany. Um, and my parents were stationed there for three years. So my dad's real familiar and my dad's also a history major. So he's, 
he's real familiar with like Northwest Europe or just Europe in general, but especially like Germany, the Netherlands, Belgium, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but yeah, he, um, so we'll, we'll talk about like the history of Belgium and my mom would get kind of annoyed. I could tell it's not that it's not that we were talking about it one time and she would get annoyed. It's that on the 50th time that we're talking about the history of Belgium, and she's starting to get a little bit annoyed. Like, okay, okay, we've we've covered we've covered this country with 16 million people. You know, we've 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 had one conversation per person that lives in Belgium. We've had 16 million conversations about this. Can we please stop? And uh, that would be with my mom's voice, not my own voice. I don't think I've done any voices on the podcast. I can actually do a lot of voices, but you know, I, I'm almost afraid to do some voices. I was going to imitate um, L on the last podcast, um, not, not like a not make fun of her, but just like literally kind of quote her, you know, and like do her accent and not not do it in a mean way, but just like literally tr- try to literally sound like her. But it would just like it's one of those things where if this podcast did become really big. Like I said, she's a Vietnamese immigrant and still has strong accent. Like it could, it could come across really bad, and you know, people could be like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe that he he did that. That's so so messed up. Oh no, this is so terrible." I like to, uh, I don't know. I like to go all in when I do these these things of people talking or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, so like grow like growing up. See, that's one thing about me, though, is that when I don't have an obsession, I think I think I'm actually living like more of a healthy life when I do have an obsession. Because when I don't have an obsession, I feel I feel a little bit dead. Like it's like walking around like a zombie, you know. And um, I think when I'm passionate about something and I have an obsession, um, I, th- I think I'm just a much more interesting person. And I think that I think I also enjoy life more, honestly. Um, cause I, cause I can think like most, mostly growing up, I didn't have any kind of obsessions or anything. Um, and it's, and I remember, I remember walking in the hallway one time in middle school and, and thinking that I was so bored that I thought my heart was going to literally stop because of like the beating so slow. And I don't, I don't know if it was actually beating slow or not, but, um, I felt like it was beating so slow that I was just going to just not beat anymore. I was going to be so bored. I was going to be bored to death, literally. And it wasn't exactly... I don't know if bored is the right word for it. It was just like so, I was so non-stimulated or whatever. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's a kind of, kind of weird. I grew up, uh, I feel like I, I grew up, uh, like more nerdy than the average person or more, you know, in that direction than the average person. But, you know, most people that grow up under those conditions or especially people that are extreme nerds, um, they hated middle school. I actually liked middle school. Like I liked being in middle school, and I have good memories of it. So I don't. Know, so I don't know. I mean, people told me I was nerdy, so maybe I wasn't nerdy if I enjoyed middle school. <laughs> it was. I, I feel like people do these uh, these insults all the time, like to kind of bring someone down a little bit. Like in like you know now that nerdy is not considered bad at all, um, come up with a different term or whatever. <laughs> but but yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like people, people do that. Like they just, uh, if someone just, if they don't, if they don't like someone's like, someone's bouncing around too much, they'll give them, they'll tell them some little insult and they might do like a backhanded compliment or something. Just, they just want to deflate the person a little bit. <laughs> and I wasn't really told that by people in my own grade. I was, um, friends with people that are younger than me and they told me that they're like, you're the third, ner-. like when I was in eighth grade, I was friends with some sixth graders 
and one of them told me, you're the third nerdiest eighth grader. In the second, third, you know, it's like, okay, that's an interesting ranking skill, ranking you have. <laughs> um, I mean, like, I would, I mean, I, I would say in hindsight, just coming up with these, like, you're the third nerdiest, that's like one of the nerdiest things to say. Like, here's, here's a chart, Here, here's the 10th nerdiest person, here's the ninth nerdiest, you're, you're more nerdy than the 10th nerdiest person, can you believe that? Like, okay, you're the one that came up with the chart, I think you're number one. <laughs> But yeah, um, so uh, one thing I wanted to talk about on the podcast was um, the wildfires out west um, in uh, California, Oregon, and Washington. There have been um, some bad wildfires. I think they're I think they're dying down now, and it's kind of like the news is the news can definitely be so annoying because how about you report that they're dying down? Like the only reason I know they're are not I don't know anything. The only reason I assume they're dying down is because they're not in the news as much as they were um, earlier. But but yeah, they were, uh, so you know, I'm in uh, Virginia, um, near Washington DC and Eastern Virginia, um, almost to the, you know, only a couple hours away from the Atlantic Ocean, especially as a crow flies, probably, I don't know, 200 miles or something from the Atlantic Ocean, maybe even less. And, um, and uh, smoke from the wildfires actually um, was, was hazing, was what made our, sky hazy like last week you know I even posted about it on Facebook and I took a picture of the sun and like you can barely see the sun it reminded me of a, of a Sonic the Hedgehog stage um, from either Sonic, not Sonic 1 either Sonic 2 or Sonic 3 from the 90's but um, but yeah it was like, it was just like and, and I felt a little bit weaker during that time period but um, yeah so I have uh, I have scooter news actually. My um, my scooter. Oh, I thought about this because I was yeah. I, there's a reason why I thought about this because I was talking about how I felt a little bit weak during the time period that our sky was hazy. Um, but yeah, my scooter's been like kind of wobbly and stuff. So I called the company I bought it from two years ago, uh, two and a half years ago actually, and I and I spoke to someone that either I don't. He guy might own the company or he works he's been with this company for a long time and it's actually somewhat of a small company it's actually Zooter um, with the X like X-O-O-T-R they're actually uh, really good scooters they support a ton of weight like actually actually uh, about a little bit less than half of a ton they s- supposedly support 800 pounds of weight but they definitely support me and like no matter how hard I ride the scooter it doesn't matter at all um, like I'm not going to break the scooter for the most part well yeah, I mean, basically, I'm not going to break the scooter. But, yeah, it's a little bit wobbly, and I called the guy, and he was telling me I have to, you know, give me some instructions on how to fix it. But it required that I ordered, well, it ended up, I didn't know it required this, but it required that I order something online because I went to some hardware stores, and they, they don't have exactly what I was looking for. Um, I've never heard of this stuff in my life. Uh, of course, I'm not a mechanical person at all, but Red Lock Tight, Red Tight Lock or something. I think it's Red Lock Tight uh, 277. But there's literally red lock type, like 271, 270, all these numbers. And then there's even blue lock type, which is like, okay, one's red and one's blue. What's the difference? I don't know. And I was thinking of just buying any of it. I probably could have. But because the guy, you know, said the 277, I, I just ordered it on Amazon. So now I'm um, I'm scooterless until it comes. And I can, I can easily ride my scooter. But it's, it's the type of thing that... Um, if you uh, 
ride it under these conditions, you can make it worse. And you also could just break on you. And like, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't fallen down yet on my scooter, but it could be, uh, I could, you know, literally be in a word, world of hurt when if, if that happens. Um, it's pretty bad, actually. I'm going to turn the music up because I'm sure you couldn't hear the music. It was so quiet. I, I forgot it was even on and I just noticed it. This is um, First Wave. It's, uh, or, oh, it's the channel's First Wave, which is like new wave music from the early 80s or 80s, I guess. Um, and on Saturday nights after 8 p.m. on the East Coast, uh, which would be 5 p.m. on the West Coast, they do um, like dance music of the, of the First Wave stuff and they, they call it Saturday Night Safety Dance. I thought it'd be good background music for a podcast. I'm gonna turn it up even a little more, but I don't want it to be too loud for sure. Um, yeah. So, so I, I actually wanted to talk uh, quite a bit about those fires because, like, basically, um, people are, you know, they're, they're engulf people's homes and things like that. And it just reminds me of, like, um, you know, re- refugees or maybe not dis- necessarily refugees, but, like, in, in the U.S., displaced people that have to leave, you know, their home. And they're still staying in the same country or whatever, so they're, they're not literally refugees. But they, you know, for they're kind of homeless for a little bit until they can figure something out. Um, and I just think that's an interesting situation to be in. Um, and I have the most spoiled first world version of that myself. Like, you can't get more spoiled in first world of this, but maybe not, maybe not literally, but it's not too bad. I mean, not too bad in the first world direction. But when I was in college, I had a specific major and uh, my college cut the cut that program and I had to, <laughs> I had to change colleges it's <laughs> now that I say it it does sound so spoiled in first world it's like embarrassing but um I ended up getting so I was trying to get a, a bachelor's in, in this one thing and a master's in this other thing they cut the thing that I could get a master's in um so I so I just got my bachelor's early well was it, it wasn't early at all it was, it was early under today's society um it was really uh four years exactly where I was, I was you know planning on being there I'm not planning but expecting to be there for quite a bit longer than that but then I had to you know apply then I had to go to another college but I think I said on here that I lived in um, Harrisonburg Virginia for for about a year about eight months actually less than a year but that was uh, I got into the master's program in Harrisonburg and that was just uh, the, the experience being there was just terrible um, for me, it was like, it doesn't fit me. Like I'm sure for other people, it's like a really fun place to be or whatever. But for me, it was really bad. And I think things like, you know, where you live, um, as far as like near the ocean in Virginia or out in the mountains in Virginia, like, I think that, I think it affects everyone. Like that's, those are way different places, but I think for me, it's even stronger. I think it's a bigger deal for me than the average person. And actually, um, I went to CNU for originally undergraduate, and uh, then I went to JMU in Harrisonburg, in the kind of in the mountains, like in the Shenandoah Valley. Um, well, I guess in the mountains, but not the college wasn't literally on a mountain. <laughs> it was in the valley, surrounded by mountains, <laughs> and like Virginia mountains, not huge mountains or anything. But another college I was looking at was Radford, and that's much more in the mountains, although also in a valley that's in the mountains. But it's in more steeper mountains, even further out there or whatever. But I think I would have enjoyed that significantly more than uh, JMU or Harrisonburg. Um, 
because I kind of I kind of know about how people are in, all, in both of these places. And actually, Harrisonburg doesn't have like creeks and rivers in it. And like I really like mentally kind of need that type of thing. Um, and uh, Radford, I think there's a river river that goes right through uh, the town of Radford, something like that. Um, so yeah, but yeah. But I guess I, I didn't want to only focus on myself in this part right here. I wanted to talk uh, about those people that are having to leave, um, you know, their, their specific locations in Oregon, Washington, and California. It hasn't really hit any big cities or anything, but it's hit some towns and stuff like that. Um, let me turn this up a little bit more. Yeah, I'm going to get a drink of water. Uh, so yeah I mean the thing is though I don't, I don't know what that much to what to say what to say about it really but I did I guess I guess one thing uh, I could say about it is that last year I went um, on vacation to uh, Oregon and Washington for a week and a half and it was really really fun actually it was one of my favorite uh, trips in the US and it, it was my favorite trip um, after like after maybe 2001 like uh, unrelated to like family beach trips and things like that but as far as like an actual personal vacation or whatever um yeah it's probably my favorite trip in the u.s after 2001 um in 2001 i took a cross-country road trip with um well half by myself and half with this girl named amanda who then ended up becoming an on and off on and off girlfriend for years <laughs> and, I, and we still we still are sort of in touch with each other she may be a guest on the podcast actually I mean I, I, I haven't asked her but um, she would be a great person to ask about that Ugh. but but yeah I went to Oregon and Washington last year um, and it was, it was really good um, I was kind of surprised about the music kind of throws me off actually <laughs> but yeah, I was uh, surprised about the uh, let's see, flora, fauna, f- flora. I was surprised at the flora out there. Um, the trees have all this moss on them and stuff, which was like totally alien to me, and and I loved it. Like I, I like, um, and, and now like after that trip, I, I really like looking at trees that have weird trunks and just trees that are weird looking. Whereas I've always been into you know nature, but I don't think I specifically noticed that before the trip. So, so yeah, it was really fun about the trip. Um, I mean, I could talk about the specific things I did or whatever, but I don't know. As much as I find that interesting, I also don't find that interesting. <laughs> um, like one thing, I one thing I did. Well, I saw uh, Portland and Seattle, and um, Eugene, Oregon, actually. Um, and actually, out of all the cities I went to or whatever, uh, Portland was actually my least favorite. It's uh, one thing about. The, that area out there is there's a lot of homeless people um, and they're just, just more more homeless people in uh, Portland and Seattle they actually weren't annoying or anything like that they didn't actually they might have been lo- like yeah yeah they, I mean actually well for the most part they were completely fine not annoying one guy was really annoying to me actually um, <laughs> it was one of my first experiences uh, there actually like I got there uh, I guess probably because the ch- flight was cheap I got there around midnight and you know went to the hotel that I already booked and the next morning I went to go explore uh, I was kind of on the outskirts of Portland 
next morning I went to go explore Portland. I'm still in the outskirts, but I was just closer in Portland. And I went was in some uh, grocery store parking lot, and this guy asked me um, if I had, uh, you know, if I could spare him some money or whatever as I was walking in. But he was in his car. There's some stupid vehicle behind me that's flashing its lights. It's like I, I don't know. There's, I can't imagine that there's anything about my car that's a reason to flash the lights. Ru- trying to ruin my podcast as well. Urgh. I'm always having these adventures at the very end of my podcast. Like, like next uh, next episode, I might have to report. Okay, that guy didn't run me off the road. I don't know if he, honestly, I don't know if he's flashing his lights at me or just uh, flashing his lights because I think I think he thinks I'm going too slow, but I'm going like the exact same speed as the person in front of me. And he has like a one of those like big truck vehicles. I can't. I can't stand people. I mean, like, yeah, can you please just get a big truck vehicle and not drive like someone who has a big truck vehicle? Just drive like someone who has a Fiat, please. We don't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let me see. Let me see if I can uh, wrap up because it's almost it's almost time to turn this off. Um, but yeah, I went on. Uh, I did some fun stuff out there. But yeah, maybe maybe one podcast I'll really talk about it. Um, but yeah, I went on a ferry, an hour and a half long ferry ride to a, to a, an island in Washington State. And like that was like the most fun I had out there. But I, I had a lot of fun other than that too. I saw the U.S. I, maybe it was the 48 states or something. Um, second second tallest waterfall, Multnomah Falls in Oregon, which is um. Uh, <laughs> I think I think I think my battery just ran out. <laughs> Let's see. Well, I do want to say, uh, I do want to talk a little bit more, I guess. But yeah, I guess uh, maybe maybe one more thing about people um, out there. I mean, I guess if, if anyone's listening to this and they just love to donate money to causes or whatever, maybe you could look into uh, donating money into um, people that uh, survived the uh, the wildfires and they're rebuilding their homes or whatever. Now, if you find a, another charity that would be would serve the world in a much better purpose. Don't don't feel the necessity to donate to this cause I'm talking about. But I'm just saying that if you you could look into that, maybe that'd be a good cause to donate to. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I watch all these YouTube videos. I want to say um, don't don't forget to click the subscribe button and uh, re- click the thing for notifications. Like I personally don't don't do notifications for anything. And like, if I ever say to start a YouTube channel, I would probably disclose that. Like, I don't do notifications for anything, but if you do notifications, don't forget to hit the notification bell. But I mean, I, I don't. I would find I would be kind of uncomfortable saying that at the end of every single YouTube video, like some people would do. Yeah, because <laughs> like I really be into this, like some people on YouTube, but then they say that at the end of every single video, and it's just like, can you guys not be such? Uh, you know, salesman, <laughs> please. Okay, so I guess that's all. The, by the way, the guy who was uh, flashing his lights at me turned, so he's not he's not behind me anymore. So I don't need to wrap it up. It's completely safe. Don't have to worry about that at all. <laughs> all right, that's all. <laughs>